welcome to American Road Trip Talk, where you meet the people behind the stories in American Road Magazine. I'm Foster Brown. In our winter 2013 issue of American Road Magazine, in our Memory Motel column, we visited the Mermaid Inn in the Canadian Rockies. It's tucked away in the foothills on the craggy grandeur of British Columbia near the town of Ainsworth Springs. In part two of our interviews with Marsha Gillies, the current innkeeper there with her husband, she describes the colorful history of the lodge itself and how her family overcame a terrible tragedy to maintain the historic inn. Don't miss our third interview when Marsha will share a wonderful story about the sign of the body mermaid that once graced her lodge. Today's interview is brought to you by the Illinois Route 66 Scenic Byway, where the Mother Road begins, from famous roadside restaurants to hidden gems. Route 66 in Illinois offers a journey back in time. We're talking with Marsha Gillies, who is the proprietress at the Mermaid Lodge and Motel, which is in Ainsworth, Hot Springs, British Columbia, an historic lodge and now lodge and motel. And uh, we were talking previously about the, if you will, more distant history, the colorful history of the Gold Rush area, the sport fishing lake with Lake Kootenay and the hot springs around you. But your family has had a pretty long involvement as well. And that began in 1974, you understand, with a surprise visit by your mother to the lodge. That's correct. Uh, she just happened along, you know, she, she saw the name Ainsworth Hot Springs, was curious, and uh, uh, my mother loved to fish. She was a fishing holic, <laughs> if you will, and uh, she uh, uh, just uh, happened along, and when she checked in, she met Mr. and Mrs. Hecker, and they were in their late 70s at the time. And um, after making conversation with them for a little while, she asked them if they were ever interested in selling. And they said, well, as a matter of fact, they were ready to retire and and, uh, sell the place. So um, my mom jumped on the opportunity. She was uh, quite the entrepreneur uh, through her lifetime. She owned two restaurants and uh, um, moved to a place called Penticton and decided she wanted to buy a hairdressing salon. Knew nothing (laughs) about hairdressing, but, you know, she was just that kind of person, you know. And uh, she just fell in love with this lodge. And um, she'd be out there fishing with the locals at 5 o'clock in the morning just across. (laughs) the road from us, of course, you know, when the Kokanee were running, and uh, um, hence the name Mermaid. You know, it just seemed Uh. to make sense. You know, uh, at the time uh, that she happened along, it was called Hecker's Rooms and, and Units. And uh, so she decided that this is where she wanted to possibly spend uh, the rest of her life. Wow. Uh, sadly, it is where she spent the rest of her very short life. Um, mm. In 1979, um, she had uh, become uh, steadfast friends with a, a local woman um, who had been estranged from her husband, who was an alcoholic and a mark shot in the army and all of this. Um, and she'd been estranged from this man for approximately a year. Uh, he was very physically and, and verbally abusive mm-hmm. to her in the past. And um, this one particular day, uh, this woman had retired from the hospital. She'd been a cook at the hospital for 25 years, and uh, uh, they gave her a, a retirement party, and she left with a, a little silver bonbon dish with the inscription, Good Luck. In, in the uh, center of the bowl. She still had her uniform on, and of course, coming home, she decided to uh, visit her best friend, my mother, and uh, show her uh, the gift that she was given. And um, 
her estranged husband, who had been drinking in the bar in Caslow all day, had been overheard to say he was going to ask her to take him back one last time. Um, well, when he came back into Ainsworth, he would have seen her car in the parking lot and uh, um, proceeded to approach uh, herself. And um, sadly, if he was intoxicated, the answer probably would have been, go jump in the lake, you know, uh, <laughs> right. forget it. And, right, right. Uh, he had a hunting rifle in the back of his uh, truck. He went out, got the hunting rifle, and came in and shot my mother um, one shot, and it was it was over. And oh, uh, it proceeded to uh, uh, shoot his wife um, many, many times, mm. and uh, then turned the gun on himself oh, and dear. took his own life. Well, it's, um, you know, it's interesting, Marcia. It's very sad, tragic loss for your family. But mm-hmm. it, it's interesting that the Mermaid uh, uh, Lodge and Motel has had that mixture of history of a, a certain amount of tragedy uh, mixed mm-hmm. with remarkable endurance. And I guess the remarkable endurance is the next chapter in that story because this was your mother. Uh, where you had you had grown up in, you know, for those few years you had been growing up around the lodge and the motel, I would imagine. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. were part of it, but were you adult at that time? Had you moved out with your own family? Oh yeah, absolutely. My husband and I lived in a, a city called Edmonton, Alberta, mm-hmm. and uh, we had just built uh, a home for ourselves three years prior to that. And uh, when the tragedy happened, it was very difficult to come out here, and uh, it was also very difficult to try and find someone to look after the lodge while it was up for sale. Certainly. Um, my sister lived in Germany and my brother in Scotland, so the onus on the estate was on my shoulders. Wow. And every time something went wrong, my husband and I would have to leave our jobs and our son in Edmonton and come out and sort it out. So, so we eventually the... said, we can't do this anymore. We've got to sell one or the other. Okay. And three years, I should say three months later, our, our house sold in Edmonton and that made up our mind. Ah, I see. I was wondering, what would make you leave the comfort of this dream home that you've built in a beautiful city like Edmonton and then move back to another beautiful city. But, I mean, to take on the the real challenge of being an innkeeper, which is not just that that's your home, but you're keeping home for a lot of people. Well, absolutely. You know, I mean, never in my life had I thought that I would be a, a lodger, a motel owner, and, and my husband as well. He was... Uh, he's from Scotland. He was born in Fort William, Invernessshire, Scotland, and at the age of 15, um, you pretty much finish school. You either go on to university if you can afford it, right. or you pick a trade. And um, before he graduated, they asked him what he wanted to be, and he said a printer. He meant a sign printer, mm-hmm. uh, and they gave him a job uh, in an offset printing shop. So from then <laughs> on, he trained and he became an offset printer, and uh, that's uh, what he was working at in Edmonton. He'd never swung a hammer in his life before we mm. moved here, you know. Wow. Uh, it was probably the best thing that could have ever happened to us moving here. You know, not my mother's tragedy, of but course, of uh, course. our decision to, to take it on. Um, we, in uh, 1986, decided that we we had turned so many people away because we didn't have a motel situation. We had rooms in the, in the historical lodge with a shared washroom and shower that didn't appeal to a lot of people. Sure. And, of course, we had those two units attached to the side of the lodge that were added on in the hungry 30s. So uh, definitely there was, uh, you know, room for expansion. There was a need for expansion. Um, and uh, we decided that uh, we wanted to make this our home for a little longer. Well, you, we should say also, by the way, Marcia Gillings is our guest here, who is the uh, uh, the proprietor now at the Mermaid Lodge and Motel. We're talking about the history. Because you're right next door to a very popular 
uh, tourist attraction. Uh, mm-hmm. Two of them, actually, Kootenai Lake, uh, this marvelous sport fishing lake, uh, right across the street. And then next to you, also, the Ainsworth Hot Springs are two That's great right. places. So you decided to expand the motel then? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We only added on six uh, units uh, to the front of the uh, historical lodge, and uh, we didn't want to uh, um, miss this wonderful view, you know, oh, when we built these units. So uh, uh, all the units that we have have private balconies, and all the balconies face the lake and the mountains. Oh, it's so, and, uh, and it's, we've included some pictures uh, along with our conversation here you folks should take a look at because the view is absolutely breathtaking looking out on this beautiful lake and then the Beaufort mon- uh, mountain range right across there, uh, which mm-hmm. we're talking with you in the fall. Uh, and and is now being filled with snow, and it must be a beautiful sight. That's part of the charm of the you know, the Mermaid Motel, which has kept it and survived so much. So tell me now, you have had a a, a long history there now, as uh, relatively as an innkeeper there. What do you think? Do you think your family would be willing to step into that history? I think my sons would love to. They just can't afford to. <laughs> if we retire from here, of course, we, we have to think about building something for ourselves somewhere sure. else. Uh, I mean, when you live in paradise, where are you going to go? We're, we're <laughs> certainly not going to leave Ainsworth Hot Springs. We're I either love going that. to build or live in town or sure, just outside sure. of town. I All three that. of our sons have uh, traveled, you know, in, in different places of the world. They've worked different places, and they all live close by now. I'm I'm so pleased uh, to say. Oh, that's and, wonderful. Uh, it, it, it has been a labor of love, and uh, 32 years now going wow. strong. Believe it or not, you haven't heard the whole history yet. As a matter of fact, the story of the sign that once hung before the Mermaid Lodge and Motel is a story you don't want to miss, and that's coming up in part three of my interview with Marsha Gillies. This interview was brought to you by the Illinois Route 66 Scenic Byway, where the Mother Road begins. From famous roadside restaurants to hidden gems, Route 66 in Illinois offers a journey back in time. You've been listening to another edition of American Road Trip Talk, where we introduce you to the people and places behind the articles in American Road Magazine. Please subscribe to our regular podcast interviews through iTunes or your favorite podcast application. Visit us online at AmericanRoadMagazine.com for more information about the magazine, trip itinerary suggestions, fun contests, and a whole lot more. Until we meet again on the American Road, this is Foster Brown reminding you that the joy is in the journey.